0: Sunday, 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 right here on twitch.tv slash Echoplex Media. It's the Plex. 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific and on into red light. We have the worst news in the week that no one else will cover. The Plex has it all. Conspiracy, right wing nut jobs, Christian extremism, and Madison star moon. Tune in every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash Echoplex Media and find our full schedule at Echoplex Media Com.
1: When they actually spend their time listening to this show, what does it mean?
2: It means we're winning.
3: Welcome to Down Ballot. We do the show live <clears throat> every Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. right here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Media, And you can also find this as a podcast on your favorite podcatchers, which you might want to do because we are having some upstream issues this evening. But don't worry too much about it. It usually fixes itself eventually. We're just dropping a few frames. Anyway, I'm Producer Dave. You can find me on Grindr, and you can also find me at Dave at port87.social on Mastodon. What's
2: up, Councilman? What's up, Producer Dave? This is the Councilman. You can find me on Twitter at T-H-E. That's the underscore Councilman. Uh, sorry for the sexist handle. I couldn't get Council Member to fit in there. Um, and who wants to be a member anyway? I prefer to be a man. Uh, you can also find me uh, up in my gutters cleaning out leaves because it's raining out here, and unfortunately I've got uh, overflowing gutters and uh, had a big dam of leaves in my... Uh, street gutter this morning so all sorts, all manner of wetness and leafiness going on here on election day in sunny santa clara county <laughs> how are you feeling today producer dave anxious uh, quite
3: cool. quite anxious very very concerned about the upcoming results of the election also uh, a little little distracted by the fact that our stream isn't doing so well but that's okay
2: uh, my feed to you is okay as far as I can tell, the music was a little bit wonky, but you're coming in fine. So I don't know what was up with that, but for some reason the the music was a little bit spotty. Oh,
3: right, yeah, that's all right. If you're if you're watching live and you want a clean feed, you can always go to eplex.xyz. The audio feed does not drop. Oh, um, there you go. Anyway, uh, tonight is election night. Uh, looks like things went the other way in Florida so far. That's what I noticed. Things aren't going so well there for uh, the Democrats.
2: It's more of a fundamental, a trend, uh, if you will, um, in Florida. Uh, it used to be a bellwether state, and not too long ago it was a bellwether state, and Democrats could win there. Um, and if you just take just take the governor's race alone, and Charlie christ who was a former Republican, who's a fairly conservative Democrat, um, running for governor, a known commodity, someone who's got a name in the state, and he's just not getting—he's getting, getting his—I um, mean, in electoral terms, he's getting his butt handed to him. Uh, it does not bode well long term for Democrats in, in uh, Miami-Dade County, I heard, uh, which is a, usually a st- strong, uh, stronghold for Democrats because of really high, you know, Latino, Cuban populations. Um, th- uh, they're uh, trending the other way. In fact, um, it looks like the Latino uh, voters there are trending more conservative. Um, so it may be that Florida is not going to be winnable for some time for Democrats. and They're going to have to get used to that fact and maybe invest their resources elsewhere. Like georgia perhaps
3: yeah we'll see we'll see chat was telling me that uh it looks like florida was going the other way but that the rest of the the rest of the country is going to pretty much stay as it was i don't know if i believe that but we'll, we'll see how it goes the people in chat don't lie they just uh like anybody else sometimes they get things wrong
2: if the uh, i'd say nationally speaking i'm a little anxious but I, as long as the if the democrats can manage to hold even the thinnest of margins like they have already in the senate I'm okay with losing the house and having to listen to Joe, Joe Biden impeachment hearings for the next <laughs> two years. Um, as long as we don't lose judicial appointing authority in the Senate, that's really critical. And I think we're going to find, we're only going to find out over the next, um, two decades, how painful the four years of Trump were because, uh, he managed to get a ton more appointments in there than, uh, uh Democrats were able to, um, during, um, previous years so we've, we've got a r- judicial system that's full of lifetime appointees that are a, a lot of trump appointees so i don't think we're going to know the pain of what that's co- caused uh, for a long time so we need to hold on to that authority as long as we can definitely um, definitely so but um, that's the national race so
3: yeah we have and we have like a regular down ballot show probably a little bit of a truncated regular down ballot show before we go into our election night coverage um, assuming our internet allows us to if 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 by the time we go in, we're supposed to go into election night coverage, it's still doing this. Probably just going to raid out, actually. There's a
2: lot of people live
3: on Twitch. But anyway, um, what do we have for leading off?
2: Well, if you'll recall, Percy Dave, when we did a sort of a deeper dive and watched a uh, mayoral candidate forum a couple weeks ago from San Jose, um, you pointed out that uh, you expected Andrew Yang or uh, some of his ilk to endorse uh, Matt Mahan our tech bro candidate. Um, Well, it turns out uh, and thanks to relationships and relationships and relationships. That's what Cindy Chavez is all about. He ended up going uh, the other way in the race. And uh, we've got this video to prove it.
4: Hey everyone, Andrew Yang here. Make sure and get out to vote on Tuesday for the next mayor of San Jose, Cindy Chavez. She's going to work for you.
3: Oh, bad move, Cindy, bad move. I mean, there was nothing going to make me vote for Matt Mahan but bad move for, for... I don't think that was a good move at all on her part.
2: Hey, At this point, I think they're both, but especially she is are trying to build um, coalitions out of whatever patchwork quilt that they can to get enough votes to win. It's going to be a very tight race tonight, more than likely. Um, I could see Mahan winning by a decent chunk, uh, or it's just going to be really tight, and I just think it's going to be really tight. And they're, they're both pandering to as many groups as you can possibly hope. I can possibly hope um, to try to build that patchwork quilt and build enough votes to win. But uh, we'll we'll see who comes out on top. And we'll see how they govern at the end of the day too because I don't think either one of them is going to govern like they've campaigned. Um, but I do at the end of the day, I know Cindy and her values um, as much as um, she is a sacred cow in our local politics. She's also, She also knows how to get things done and she's she does fight for the right causes when it comes down to it. So I, I trust her a little bit more than than uh, evil Beto.
3: Yeah, we're we're that's one of the races we're kind of going to be looking at later tonight. In theory, like we're sure. really kind of interested to see what happens there because uh, the polling in like local races is generally pretty bad, and so we don't really have yeah. any idea like what's going on over there.
2: Right, you'll generally have three polls out there in any given race like this when it's this big and they have there's actually money to poll. First of all, polling is very expensive to do it well. Um, so normally in local races you don't see a lot of it because it's just, it's cost prohibitive and you want to spend time talking to voters. Um, and generally speaking, the issues are the issues, public safety, parks, libraries, potholes. Um, and those are nonpartisan issues, by the way. Uh, um, sorry, I've just lost my bloody train of thought. Damn it. Oh, sorry. Polling. Uh, you'll see, uh, the can, you know, candidate a. He's going to have a poll that says candidate A is doing very well. Candidate B is going to have a poll that says candidate B is doing very well. And then one of the independent groups, independent expenditures, will have a poll that's saying, oh, it's really tight, so give us more money so that we can put our candidate over the top, right? That's generally the three types of polls you see, and that's exactly what you're seeing in this mayor's race. Um, Chavez's polls say that Chavez is doing well. Mahan's polls say Mahan's doing well. Independent groups say it's toss-up. So we we shall see. Um, But I wouldn't be surprised if it was a little wider margin but i would think that would be mayhem not not chavez blowing blowing out i I don't see i don't see city being able to really trounce this guy it's going to be tight if she wins
3: yeah like i said i don't i don't know i you know i just know what i see around my neighborhood but my neighborhood's a lot of single family homes and we're seeing a lot of matt mayhem signs around here so
2: you're also in the heart of his his turf too he's he lives down uh near you actually so uh his his home base is down there but yeah i know it's 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 hit and miss everywhere i see i see well, sign wars if, if your signs voted who knows what would happen but um anyway well speaking of local elections our local registrar is uh, battening down the hatches and getting ready to ensure the uh, about that your ballot is protected and that your vote counts so let's find out more
5: Not just voters and politicians. This is also a critical time for county registrars and voting officials. How safe and secure are your ballots? NBC Bay Area's Ian Cole takes us behind the scenes at how the count will happen and how elections officials are ensuring ballot security. The counting has already started at the Santa Clara County Elections Office. If you haven't voted yet,
1: you can go to any of our over 103 vote centers.
5: And if you aren't registered to vote, you can still do so in person on Election Day and cast a conditional ballot. Here in Santa Clara County, this is where all the ballots end up, at the Registrar of Voters. And elections officials have multiple safeguards to make sure your ballot is protected and your vote is counted.
1: On election night, there's a tamper seal that goes on the drop box right at 8 p.m. So no one can drop their ballots off afterwards. There's always the two-person rule where two people with the ballots at all times.
5: Two sheriff's deputies are also posted outside the elections office this week. The ballots first go into the sorting room, where machines scan and record each ballot's ID number and verify your signature. Volunteers flatten the ballots and prepare them for the count. Only about 10 county employees in the entire building are allowed inside the ballot counting room. And when they want to access this door to go inside, a supervisor has to use their key card to let them in. Once inside, a team of two feed the ballots into a counting machine. Overall, those machines can read up to 90,000 ballot cards per hour. While the county has been counting early voter ballots for days, During off-hours, all the ballots are locked in cages under 24-hour video surveillance.
1: If they're not opening and flattening them, it goes behind a cage that's locked. If they're about to count them and they're all ready for the counting machine, that gets locked.
5: They're observing the process. In Alameda County, officials are adding a high-tech element to their security and transparency plan. They launched a live stream to allow anyone to observe the ballot counting process on their website. They're one of a few counties in the state to do it. We understand the need for observing and the ability for our, our voters to be able to know that we are processing their votes properly. The first results from the counting machines will only be released Tuesday after the polls close at 8 p.m. In the South Bay, Ian Cole, NBC Bay Area News.
3: Those cameras that they put in the, those like, um, like counting stations are going to be like a field day for conspiracy theorists.
2: Mm. I'm sure. And they'll just pour over them and run some deep fakes on them too. Uh yeah, I, I it's sad that um even in Santa Clara County that our registrar has to have deputies posted at the door that they have to go to this length, these lengths to explain to people how safe and secure the vote is. But it is absolutely necessary. Um there uh there is just mass massive confusion and misinformation out there about how and why and uh how the vote count goes down in terms of timing in terms of how the you know when when the results are released um and uh and what actually happens during the vote count so i'm glad that counties are doing this i like the transparency um but you're right the more you open things up the more um you know, people are going to pour over and find every little detail to, to nitpick. And they're probably going to find like, Oh, counter number 15, you know, picked her nose or something and smudged a ballot. I don't know, something like that. And that cost the election. Um, they're already making up shit like the, the, you know, as you probably have heard the right wing rumor mill and the conspiracy theorist rumor mill is already churning about corruption in Arizona ballots being flushed down the toilet. Um, and that's that's basically usually happens when people think they're going to lose and they're trying to make up excuses. I don't know that anyone down there in Arizona thinks they're going to lose. This is just sort of how they run now. It's it's scorched earth, right? If if they prime they prime the pump so that if they lose, it was completely corrupt. If they win, oh, did I say it was corrupt? I was wrong. <laughs> I was I was just kidding. Well, I think um, it
3: I think it's part of a longer-term strategy as more and more people move to the cities. <clears throat> it's going to be harder and harder for Republicans to like win these swing States. I think we're seeing a, like a, like a shift back, but I think it's because like yeah. <clears throat> there's been a fairly effective moral panic around critical race theory and uh, trans folks. And I think that's going to run its course. And we're going to kind of get back to where we were h- headed before, because I don't think that it's possible for this, uh, moral panic machine to just stay ramped up to 11
2: forever. I I hope I hope to God you're right. <laughs> um, I really do, uh, and I tend to agree. Um, I've never really cared for Greek tragedy so much um, because they just those they, the plays tend to just be at eleven the whole play, and I don't like that. I like drama, so you would expect an ebb and a flow, right? Um, and you're right. I think that eventually um, there's just not going to be enough critical mass for that to stay a uh, driving force in our politics, and we're gonna, we're going to find all new ways to get engage with each other um but for now it's unfortunately uh, something we have to contend with but locally and nationally uh but that's that's the election we'll get to some results later on in about 12 minutes or so we're going to we'll start to see first post posted to results from our local and california elections so we'll see a little bit more then but for now do you want to dip into the winners and losers a little bit for this week this time, the person who lost the loser is the person we were
3: rooting to lose for to lose in the first story. So I just want to like p- kind of put a pin in that so that people kind right. of like acknowledge that for the first time in quite some time in winners and losers, um, the person who's the loser is
2: the person we were hoping would lose. Correct. Uh, it's really refreshing when that happens, because usually it's the, the winners are the losers and the losers are the winners. And that's kind of what winners and losers is all about. So this is the uh, exception to prove the rule.
5: In the South Bay now, the longtime sheriff is guilty. The 24 year reign of Lori Smith, as Santa Clara County sheriff, ended in political disgrace. Today, a jury found her guilty on all six civil counts of corruption and corruption and misconduct nbc bay area's robert honda joins us now from the courthouse in san jose with the details robert
6: well raj we may not hear directly from the former sheriff anytime soon since she reportedly left the courtroom in tears and declined to comment after the verdict but her legal problems may not mm. be over yet Lori Smith was fairly upbeat outside the San Jose courthouse in the early days when the trial started in September, based on grand jury charges made last year, but that changed in the weeks ahead. Smith tried to preempt this verdict by resigning her post as sheriff on Monday, but the judge rejected that motion yesterday.
3: that's the dumbest thing ever. We talked about that last week, right? How she, she she's like, but what do you mean? I did all these crimes, but then I quit the job where I did the crimes.
2: Those aren't crimes anymore. Right. Uh, I'm... I'm hoping she's not upset about the verdict because she thought she was going to get away with it. (laughs) Um, I hope she's upset because she feels bad about it. Um, but yeah, crocodile tears.
3: Yeah. She didn't, at at no point did I really see her show any like contrition for having done even just something illegal, whether or not she thought it was wrong, you know?
2: Yeah. Acknowledgement or contrition or any of it.
6: Smith was found guilty of six civil charges mainly related to showing favoritism in handing out concealed weapons permits to generous campaign donors, as well as accepting gifts such as a suite at a Sharks game. One count of misconduct had to do with her not cooperating with an investigation into an inmate who was severely injured while being transported to jail. A San Mateo County judge was brought in, as well as San Francisco prosecutors to avoid a conflict of interest. Local DA Jeff Rosen said today's verdict verdict doesn't end the legal fight for Smith and others. Well, we have Obtained criminal indictments against the former number two in the sheriff's office as well as a high-ranking captain And many other prominent individuals for engaging in a conspiracy to commit bribery Those trials will take place sometime next year legal analyst Dean Johnson says the verdict will have far-reaching
3: implications
1: um, I think public officials are going to be much more uh, careful about following the rules, especially when
3: oh, come on safety dude.
1: Is involved.
3: Um, <laughs> Dean
2: so Johnson
1: sheriff smith um we might very well see um a criminal indictment down the road um she of course will never be able to
6: hold public office again and of course uh, that might not be her only punishment since she could still face future criminal charges and despite her resignation the judge is expected to officially end her reign as sheriff when she returns to court in about two weeks Live in San Jose, Robert Honda, NBC Bay Area News.
3: God, what a just a horrible, like from the beginning of this story, like her, whoever was advising her and she herself just handled this in such a, like a poor way.
2: Yeah. And sadly, I know her political consultant too. It's um, the, a long, long fall. <laughs> it's a long fall. Um, yeah. I, I just, I don't know what to say other than you know, we'll see what the next chapter holds, but um, it's it's unfortunate and sad. It's always sad, frankly, when no matter what happened, when public servants uh, end up in this space. Um, and not sad for them necessarily, um, because they're they should have been better. Um, but we hold, you know, we hold elected officials and law enforcement, especially, to a higher standard and a higher moral standard, and we should. And there's so much distrust already in government and in our institutions. And especially our law enforcement institutions right now, this is not helpful. Shit like this is not helpful. It just layers on um, what people already believe that the whole system is corrupt, um, and it's there are bad people. They're definitely corrupt people in the system. The system itself is corruptible, right? But the system itself is not corrupt. And it, but incidents like this, you know, just force you know, cause more people to tune out and just lack trust um, and it's not that we need to trust blindly, but we do need to have some sort of, I don't know if you agree, but we need to have some sort of, I feel uh, trust between the governed and the governing. Um, otherwise the covenant just doesn't really work. It's just like a marriage, any marriage.
3: Well, I just don't, I just don't understand. Like, it seemed like from the drop on this case, the fucking jig was up.
2: Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, but, you know, but at, uh, when you've been the sheriff or when you've been in, in an elected office for two, more than two decades, you are, it, it, there's something, there's a, a lot of ego to it and you're just going to hold that as long as you can. You almost so kind of feel invincible in a way. She She has faced challenges before. She had controversies before. Um, it was just the accumulation of all of them that, that, that really caused this, I think. Um, but she had withstood political fire in the past. So I think she just, she probably figured she would just outlast this um, and just didn't happen.
3: Well, but this was, I don't know what her, her problems were before but this is like this is like i don't know just seemed like she was like dead to rights from the very drop on this like why didn't she immediately like if she wanted to save face like couldn't she like what i would have done or what i would advise someone to do and i should probably be a political advisor maybe would be like hey listen number the person under me is fired they've uh, they've broken the law and it appears that i too am culpable and here is my resignation so then like <clears throat> you're not you're not you know because the person who was right below her has a criminal
2: indictment right sure. so the first
3: thing you do is can them maybe just can them and then try to write it out
2: <laughs> well they've been i mean i think they already left anyway and, and resigned but um at the end of the day, the previous stuff that she did was actually probably worse in terms of just negligence in the jails, leading to deaths of inmates, right, and and severe injuries of inmates. Um, and on multiple occasions, there were three different occasions. This the board of supervisors had already voted uh, no competence in her last year, right? Um, but this is all non criminal and non civil. It couldn't be actually wasn't actionable in court. She was just doing a very bad job, right? Well, for which case the election is the is the recourse. So everyone just figured, Oh, she'd just go to you know, try to get reelected this year. And if all of this stuff accumulated and just took her down and so be it. Um, but it just turns out that the bribery and this kind of scandal is actually actionable and, there's a legal aspect to it so she was able to be brought into court um finally and that's that was probably the straw that broke the camel's back was that a courtroom (laughs) was going to say you are guilty of some shit um and that's certainly what precipitated her resigning i'm sure it was it wasn't necessarily because she she was expecting them to like let her off the hook because she'd resigned more just so that she could get it out of the way and own that that cycle own that news story that news hit right um and go out in her own terms as her political consultant put it but um yeah like i said i've always said you'd be a great political consultant so you should hang a a shingle sometime as they say Uh,
3: maybe maybe i think i'd be more uh better as one of the political consultants that you pretend you
2: don't know (laughs) well those are the ones that make all the good money and those are the ones that actually do all the work frankly um the best political consultants nobody knows Mm-hmm. I'll say that much, or at least they know, they know who they are, but they don't know what races they're working on at any mm-hmm. given time.
3: Right. I keep seeing you around everywhere, but I have no idea what you're doing. And I'd be right. like, yes, right. <laughs> absolutely. Good to see you again.
2: Right. Exactly.
3: You have my card. If you ever, you know, <laughs> you, ever, <laughs> if you ever need somebody to not know where I'm working and I'm working for you.
2: <laughs> so speaking of troubled, uh, executives or tr- troubled directors of local law enforcement, Uh, agencies. We've got another story here uh, coming up uh, with a a loser who might be a loser for good reasons, but we'll see. We we have to be determined.
5: Police chief Shawnee Williams abruptly resigned today and his change comes amid harsh criticism from the police union, which previously issued a vote of no confidence. KTVU investigative reporter Brooks Rose has a look at the outgoing chief's reign and his attempts to reform that police department.
1: I, Shawnee Williams. After three years with the City of Vallejo, Police Chief Shawnee Williams is leaving. His resignation official Friday, saying, my time with the City of Vallejo has been rewarding both professionally and personally. I arrived at the city during a challenging and controversial period in the city's history. From a high number of people officers have killed to a badge-bending scandal to mark fatal shootings, Williams was tasked with reforming policies, increasing training and accountability.
3: Well, I'm very pleased with the work he's done to change the culture in the department.
1: But the former chief's harshest critic is the police union. It accused him of unfairly disciplining officers and unethical behavior. The union slammed Williams with a vote of no confidence late last year and blamed him for rising crime, understaffing, and low morale. There was a rudderless ship behind all the empty rhetoric. There was nothing going on. And this department was in a state of decay and disarray under this chief. Under his watch, the California Department of Justice stepped in following the deadly shooting of Sean Monterosa, who was unarmed at a 2020 George Floyd protest. Williams fired the officer who killed Monterosa last month. We were starting to see last month police reform, something that hasn't happened during my lifetime living here. The
3: city. Dude, wait a minute. The, the fucking Department of Justice acted like before this guy even could bring himself to fire the fucking person.
2: Yes. Not Apparently. great. Not great. Not good. Not, Not good. great. Not great. <laughs>
1: Police use of force incidents and fatal shootings decline in recent years. Some community and city leaders have been outspoken about their support for Williams and are disappointed to see him go.
4: Deep down, I'm, I'm very sad. In three years, he has taken steps to get the department on,
0: on the right path to reform.
1: The city thanked Williams for his service and credited him for progressive changes in policy.
3: We are continuing to make improvements, and that he made a significant advancement in those improvements. I'm looking forward to the next escalation of improvements with whomever our new chief of police turns out to be.
1: The city manager has appointed Deputy Chief Jason Ta to serve as interim police chief. The Vallejo Police Officers Association says it's optimistic about the new leadership and wants to repair relationships and rebuild internal trust. Brooks DeRose, KTVU Fox 2 News
3: okay well that sounds like it kind of sucks actually i mean it took him too long to fire that guy but they were saying like use of force incidents went down like i don't know it sounds like it was a bit of a mixed bag there actually
2: yeah well, uh usually when the the police union gets involved um the heat gets turned up and for whatever reason they were not happy with him um so that can oftentimes be all, all it takes um but yeah it's uh, interesting we, we, we'll keep an eye on it and see if there's anything else that comes from it more detail but uh for now just very interesting and Vallejo's as anyone knows is um like a like a lot of cities in the Bay Area troubled city uh in a lot of ways very um uh divided city too there's definitely a nice Vallejo and a sort of south Vallejo <laughs> um, right it's, it's not and- like
3: it's not like San Jose where the whole place has gotten so fucking gentrified that
2: there isn't really a bad neighborhood anymore Right. Uh it's definitely there's definitely good and bad Vallejo. Um or at least um you know uh whatever you want to call it. White and not so white Vallejo unfortunately. Um so we shall see what uh, what comes of this and and how things develop but um it's just another bump in the road for a town that's had a lot of bumps. Um
3: Yeah, so. I've, you know, all my life I've never they had
2: there was this um
3: really cool event center they had there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was weird. One of the promoters was trying to get the event center for like, cause they had a permit till four and they were trying to throw mm-hmm. a party there. And like the other mm-hmm. promoters were like, Hey dude, don't do that. Don't throw a party in Vallejo. And like, you know, I'd only ever driven through it before. And I just, <clears throat> I was like, Oh, well it must, you know, some kind of bad rep or whatever. Right. Mm hmm. So, and that was like, you know, 20 years ago when I was throwing parties and it seems oh, like things haven't really changed much. Is it, is, does, no. it, does it suffer from like a lack of like, like a downtown with entertainment?
2: It could be that. I don't know specifically around, uh, what the causes are. Um, well, no, I'm not asking if you think that's a cause I'm asking, oh, cause sorry. it's not a it's small it's,
3: city with few people. Right. And so I think like, no, in like a size. city that's divided the way you, you describe if you have like a downtown with entertainment or whatever, people are the people of the city are going to mix more.
2: Yeah, no, it's very, and it's, it's very much geographically divided. Um, there's, there are sort of affluent suburban type element, like single family home tracks up on like a plateau or up, up a hill from, uh, you know, Vallejo proper, which is more down by the, the docks and, and by the bay. And, um, and it's just more, a little more, uh, for not, not urban, but just denser and you know more biz, more commercial oriented, more more retail. Um, but there, yeah, there is. I don't know that there is a downtown vallejo i'm guessing there is i haven't necessarily been there um but driving through it's just it seems like a lot of the same and not, not a whole lot going on i remember didn't wasn't a marine world africa or whatever usa there at one point or another yeah. or some some yeah so i'm sure that probably has caused a, a damper on their local economy um the, and uh, tax base. funny
3: enough where the event center was was at the same place that marine world was it wasn't yes yeah, so, it, it, it was it was it was I don't know if it was on the exact same property but it was like there because it was like on Marine World Drive or some shit like
2: well if I had to guess then I would say that probably put a pretty good damper on the local economy um, when uh, when they shut down or at least changed their you know locale I forget if they moved or if they shut down but anyway um, I don't know that Vallejo's really come back as a destination right I think if you're from Vallejo you're in Vallejo and no one really goes there unless they're visiting friends Um, so uh, again we'll, we'll keep an eye on it um, just like we keep an eye on, um, we're trying to, we try to keep an eye on stories because localness is a horrible job of it, but we, we piece the, the, uh, the tea leaves together at some point for you. Speaking of which, just, I want to do a quick hit on this one. You might be covering it already on the Sunday show, but since it's local and we've been covering it here, um, a real quick hit on, uh, Elizabeth Holmes and, uh, Theranos back again, again.
5: We also have some more breaking news just coming into our newsroom. A federal judge is denying Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes motion for a new trial. Our Scott Budman just got the courtroom documents. He tweeted out that update. Holmes' sentencing is still scheduled for November 18th. The sentencing for former Theranos chief operating officer Sonny Balwani is postponed another three weeks until December 7th. Jurors in separate trials convicted both of fraud for misleading shareholders about its bogus blood testing technology.
3: I'm just going to say the only thing I ever say about this really is that, uh, I don't know, she fucked Henry Kissinger out of a bunch of money. So that's kind of based, like, (laughs) I don't know. She fucked a bunch of bad people out of money. Like, (laughs) it's not the worst thing you could do, right?
2: Yeah, no, no, you could, you could, uh, you know, give people concealed carry permits in exchange for campaign donations. uh, Or accept bribes. For for leniency. Anyway, um, yeah, I keep we'll keep an eye on. that. We'll see if Sunny comes back for another trial too. Um, but uh, uh, you know, happy happy to see Henry Kissinger and other big shots get built out of their money. Um, and also happy to see that this lady is getting probably what she deserves at the end of the day. It would be great to see Henry Kissinger go to jail, but at least he's out of some money.
3: <laughs> I hope she doesn't have to give him back his money. That that'd suck.
2: Well, that you know. It's, that's a good question. I mean, this is not the civil case, right? So this is just a criminal case. So he can certainly press civil charges now and probably recoup, but I don't know if she still has the money. That's the thing. No, no. She He'd probably, be waiting a long time. It would just be, it would be one of those things where he's just, you know, he, he they could liquidate everything she had and they wouldn't pay him pay him and other investors back. Um, so they could try to, they could press the charges and they could pay attorneys to do it. But is it worth it? Probably not. Because you're just not going to recoup the money at the end of the day anyway. You'd feel good about it. Um, well, speaking of not recouping, uh, can you believe it? I, I think maybe Zuck has some sort of Elon Musk envy or something. Because um, now, now uh, in the wake of Twitter layoffs, uh, looks like Meta is now uh, looking at doing the same. Scaling back. Well,
5: it appears that one of the world's biggest and most influential tech companies is about to get smaller. For the first time in its history, Meta, which is the parent company of Facebook, is reportedly about to announce large scale layoffs. NBC bear's Robert Honda explains that those cuts will affect far more than Facebook.
6: No matter what the logo looks like outside, Meta or Facebook has had a significant impact on the local as well as global economy. But in a downturn, it's probably the local businesses that feel it first. (laughs) <laughs> it's always fairly busy at the popular back Caribbean Grill in Menlo Park, down the road from the main... That
3: place Matic is hella complex. good.
6: But workers are nervous that business could slow down considerably after the Wall Street Journal reported the Menlo Park Company could announce thousands of layoffs as soon as this Wednesday, and that will have a ripple effect for the entire community because fewer employees at Facebook means fewer customers looking for lunch at local restaurants.
4: Definitely the foot traffic. I mean, we get a lot of business from Facebook and from their employees as well as all the other companies around here. So, you know, it just starts off with one and possibly could follow to another company. And it definitely affects business. Yeah.
6: Facebook would be just the latest in a string of more than a dozen high profile tech companies to announce layoffs in recent weeks. One longtime Menlo Park resident who tells us they have many friends and family at Facebook says it's strange to see the company struggle.
0: The business start growing, the economy much better, but right now I notice that a lot of people, they nervous, feel stressful because they don't know what's going on on the job.
6: Santa Clara University Assistant Professor of Economics, Audrey Guyo, says Facebook could face long-term problems since there is now a lot more competition for the advertising dollars that they depend on. But she also points out the overall impact on employment could depend on other companies.
5: Their large size will have an impact, um, whether,
2: you know, I think for a lot of other companies, this may just be an opportunity to be able to fill a lot of vacant positions and hire, uh, you know, qualified workers that they wouldn't otherwise be able to.
6: Meta hasn't confirmed the layoff reports, meaning thousands of workers will join the local businesses in wondering what will happen next. In Menlo Park, Robert Honda, NBC Bay Area News.
3: So this is actually going to depend on how many people get laid off, right? Because there's a lot of people there. And if they lay off like 1,500 yeah. or 2,000, that's bad for those people that lost their jobs. But <clears throat> I would suggest that, <clears throat> that uh, those people should have been seeking other employment the entire time they were at Facebook. Because Facebook is a disgusting company. And if you have a, a certain skill set, you could employ it elsewhere to a greater effect not just maybe for your
2: own wallet but for society as a whole um like for like mm. well you're assuming people think beyond their wallet in some in some cases yes but majority of cases i don't know I don't know what's going
3: on in the chat. The people are trying to talk to the bot. I don't know what's happening. Anyway, <laughs> obviously, um, obviously not interested in the meta story.
2: Yeah, um, I actually feel I feel worse for like you said, backyard and, and businesses like that 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 rely on these employees. But so we'll see how big the the impact is. Um, backyard's got some other locations. There are, there are many local chains, so they should be okay. I would hope, but um, we shall see. We shall see.
3: You know this. <clears throat> this reminds me of there was this very popular or i guess maybe not so popular because it was propped up by yahoo but a very good mongolian barbecue place over by the yahoo Mm. building that looked like kind of like like oil tankers they looked like tanks that you put oil in and when yahoo they didn't go under but when yahoo took a dive that mongolian barbecue business just
2: all just fucking went away (laughs) right Mm -hmm. they were like no yeah it doesn't it doesn't take a lot um and uh especially with food and restaurants um just having being in, in a restaurant family um, i can tell you it, it the profit margins are so thin right and i not i don't want to call them profit margins it's just the margins are so thin that you know one percent here and there and you're out of business so um this is certainly a big hit like the the, the all the stuff you the stuff you heard about you know minimum wage increases you know, causing trouble for, for small restaurants and small mom-and-pop businesses. It's absolutely true. You know, they, they had to figure out how to resolve that, right? And, and a lot of times it just meant raising prices, right? If they didn't want to go out of business. Um, so it, if, if it's not impacting the business itself in terms of them scaling back, it's impacting customers in terms of the prices and certainly impacting the workers. Um, and the people who, who get paid by these businesses and then spend that money directly back into the local economy, because none, none of those folks are, you know, storing up wealth, right. And, and saving up for the future. They're all just spending what they make just to survive. Right. So that's also another hit to the economy because they're going to go out to, you know, the local McDonald's or the local, whatever, um, with their family to eat. And that's more tax revenue that they're, that we're missing out on because they're going to save that money now and stay home, um, and figure something else out or just not eat, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, it's, it's gonna, it's, it's, you know, the other thing is where Facebook's located is a little bit different than where a lot of the other tech companies are located. So maybe they'll have more impact because there aren't so many, um, other similar businesses in the neighborhood versus like North Mm -hmm. first street. If a few thousand Mm -hmm. people get laid off at a business in North first street, it's not going to really affect the local restaurants, but maybe over by where Facebook is. Maybe that's, maybe that's a bigger like hit. To like local business than somewhere where there's
2: like a more dense commercial and industrial areas. Yeah, no, it's it's true. So, um, and it's hap- it happens whenever that something like this goes down. And uh, Facebook, I guess, I mean Meta, the campus is in a really odd spot there anyway because it's in this sort of developing area anyway, and it's par- it's the biggest one of the biggest developments in that area. There's not a whole lot there except for them. So there is some residential in the area, but a lot of it's going to be housing, I imagine, Facebook employees. So it's a really self-contained kind of a space. So if anything happens in that universe, in that uh, sub-universe, it really just has a massive impact right there. Um, so if anything is immediately around it. So um, that that'll be the... I guess it's contain. It's, it's weird. It's contained. So that's great. I think geographically, but at the same time, it's like, do you really, Do we really want to encourage these kind of setups where everything in one city or one little space depends upon one business or one entity, right? Holding it all up. Right. We talk about like a company town as if it's like an old timey kind of thing. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Great, great analogy. Um. Especially the way that Facebook uh, and Meta have set up their campus, right? With this kind of city within a city kind of vibe, right? Like, um, it's all designed to to feel like its own little town that you never have to leave.
3: I mean, I'm kind of surprised they haven't laid people off already. They've lost, I don't know, like two thirds of the value of their stock. Um, although like, that's like the stock market's a funny thing too, because they could be mon- making money hand over fist. And if everybody's just mad at them, their stock could go down just because people don't like right. them. It's, it's like, a, it's. It's, it's like a, it's like rich, like the stock market is almost like upper middle class people, mean girls in a way.
2: Like it's speculation, right? It's so that's what it is. It's just speculation by people that have a lot of money and can afford to to speculate and to to buy and sell these stocks, right? And a lot of times it just goes, the, the market goes as the market goes. And some, and if you're big enough, like a Facebook or an Apple or a whatever, you know, you're just going to be along for the ride with that, right? The ups and downs, but over time you know, you're, it's going to come back and you're going to be fine. Like, I think I heard something like Elon Musk lost because Tesla stock went to shit the other day, you know, for one day, he lost like $9 billion in one day. Well, he didn't really lose the $9 billion. He lost the $9 million of like value, of liquid value he, or, or uh, whatever. Uh, uh, he didn't have the hard cash. He didn't like cut someone a check for $9 billion, right? He'll make it back tomorrow. Um, so in the long haul, these folks aren't crying for sure. I'm sure Zuck Zuck's doing just fine naming hospitals after himself. Well, who needs to get their shit together this week? Literally, Literally San Francisco as always, but uh, there's a, the good news is there's a businessman who's uh, down to, an uh, out-of-state businessman who's down to help them out with it.
6: Nevada businessman who sells prefabricated buildings is offering to donate a prefabricated building to be used as a public toilet in Noe Valley after news of an expensive public uh, toilet went national last month. He says the building would include the toilet, a locking door and sink would normally sell for $135,000, but he will donate it if the city uses local union labor to install it and waive all the usual bureaucratic red tape. Says the toilet could be up and running in three days. Now there is a catch. Nevada's on San Francisco's list of states the city won't do business with because of Nevada's stance on LGBTQ issues.
3: Oh, but that's maybe that's outdated from San Francisco because I don't think like I don't think the state of Nevada has any any like legal stuff like where you can't like there's no like legal restrictions there. They're not one of the states trying to pass like anti-trans bills and whatnot. So I think maybe not San them, Francisco's where. stance there is like outdated
2: because Nevada is yeah. like a, it's like slim, but it's like a, it's like a blue state. It is. And it's not, it's, 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 it's swing. It's as swing as they come right now. In fact, tonight there, there's, there's you know, concerns from democratic circles about the governorship and the Senator, uh, the Senate race there um, because of the way that Latinos have been trending, um, just not as heavily Democrat. They also don't turn out to vote on top of that, by the way. Um, so just the way that the numbers have been moving um it's it's concerning for democrats so we'll see what happens but it's certainly still a very swingy state i don't know that um you know i i, I don't know what san francisco is thinking here and I, I would take all the help i can get when it comes to public toilets in san francisco given that they have they do have a lot of shit on their hands um oh nice you know, nice, like that you know, nice. like that uh but uh We'll we'll see. We will obviously keep our eyes on all the poop situation in San Francisco as we usually do and we'll keep you appraised. Um, I'm just happy that it's it's been I, I wanna say it's been four weeks, maybe five since we've covered Millennium Tower, knock on wood. Um, but we'll see if we'll see how long we go. I, I definitely have I, I always include it on the docket no matter what, if if there's a story. <laughs> all right. Well So
3: maybe no news is good news on the Millennium Tower?
2: I think that probably is. I again, um, Unless the, you know, it's just sort of <laughs> delaying the inevitable, taking the building down. Um. Anyway, well, show. Uh, it's it's eight eighteen. Um. How's the upstream looking?
3: Oh, we're back. We're now in high oh, definition.
2: Nice. N- nice. Well, um, I don't know if you wanted to take a tour around some of our local and not so local races, but uh, they are results are beginning to post now, so we have a few things we could chat about if you wanted to, or uh, a couple races we could look at and. I can give you a little bit of lowdown if, if you, you're interested in the the ballot box bingo for that race.
3: Um, what, I want, um, what I'd what i actually like to do is uh, maybe read the show out here. Leave this podcast kind of hanging in the air. We're going to give this away as a freebie to Patreon patrons, though. So you can head on over to patreon.com slash echoplex. Grab the whole audio and the whole video now of the show. The video we delete after 30 days because those are bigger files and they're expensive to store. Uh. But... Yes. yes, we'll make this a freebie. You can get up and uh, go to the bathroom if you need to. Um, maybe you have uh, to deal with a baby. Uh, I have to oh, go to I the Oh, I have bathroom. a bad baby to deal with for sure. I, I have I have to go to the bathroom, which is one of the main reasons I want to uh, take a quick break here. Um, so can, I'll read out this week, actually. Thanks for listening to Down Ballot. Make sure you check out the whole broadcast if you're inclined. Patreon.com slash Echoplex. You'll be able to find it for free. It'll just be a down ballot election coverage. It'll say freebie on it. With patreon.com slash echoplex. And you can support us in a bunch of other ways. Ecoplexmedia.com slash support. This is Locals by Audible Smoke. When we come back, I will have a cocktail. I believe the councilman will be continuing to join us. The media wench may be joining us. The lights here will be red. And uh, I don't know. Everything will be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: To get the party started, pick up my phone just to check and see who's calling. Dress up real nice for the ladies at the bar, and I'm driving in my car just to get to where they are. Here at the local scene is where I plant my feet, It's where I smoke my cigarette, and I hold my drink. I look at all my friends, they're all blazing green. Here at the front of the stage, waiting for MTV. Where are those guys who's standing next to me with a pipe in his hand, ready to blaze for me? About five minutes later, we're all singing queen. I get the fuck up on stage. Sleeping like the sea, yeah. We do what we want, and what we want is to jam. So sit back and enjoy the band. We do what we want, what we want to do. And what we want is to jam. So sit back and enjoy the band, enjoy that band. I turn and head back to the bar we a refill man because you know where we are We're headed out to the car To smoke another one And another one Woo! Now just when the magic starts kicking in Now here be left and you you now it's time to head in Alright everybody, now it's time to grab a new drink Spark it if you got it and then pass it to me Yeah, we do what we want and what we want is to jam, so sit back and enjoy the band. We do what we want. What we want to do. And what we want is to jam, so sit back and enjoy the band. Enjoy the band. The show tonight it's down and dirty and five overheaded outside Just fuck up another joint now who's got my light a stone e of course shouldn't you be inside I'm all up in this bitch being who I gotta be I'm fucked up like the US economy the truth is is that I don't Logically, stoned to eat, take you on a psychedelic odyssey. Now inside motherfuckers is rockin' me. And outside shit, we smoke a lot of rocking Rockin' the Rollie, you all the sexy groovy jockin' me. Too drunk to fuck, but don't probably do a slapin'. We do what we want. What we wanna do. And what we want is to jam. So sit back and enjoy the band. The dance band, the Enjoy the, 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 the band. We do what we want. What we want. And what we want is to jam. So sit back and enjoy the vacation. So, so sit back and enjoy the band. Enjoy the band. We do what we want, and what we want is the jam. So sit back and enjoy the band. enough echoplex and want to keep the conversation going with the hosts and community when we're not live then join our discord server at discord.me slash echoplex we have text channels voice channels meme repositories and a whole section of screenshots that we don't even remember where they came from come join the now space on discord at discord.me slash echoplex